This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello there, and welcome to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast, presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. Of course, we are back at it again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. How are you doing today? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing great, thank you. And today, we wanted to talk about a little bit of a different type of topic, and that has to do with giving birth in Italy, having a child in Italy. I know many people have preconceptions about what it could be like to do it in Italy, but today I wanted to talk about some of the various aspects involved with it, including uh, citizenship and so on. Uh, So, Marco, let's just start off with the first details about the medical system. How does a person sign up for it? And what do the costs look like for uh, a family that is wanting to have a child in Italy? Monthly costs, doctor's visits, how regular are those visits? I realize I'm compounding a lot of questions on top of each other here, but uh, let's just tackle them all. Let's first talk about somebody who is an Italian citizen or maybe somebody who is an Italian resident. So someone who is entitled to receive medical care in Italy basically for free. And uh, the system in Italy works this way. If you have an Italian health care card, then you can use the Italian public system. And in most cases, the system works in a way where you receive services for free, especially if you're using the public hospitals. Or in some cases, you have maybe to pay a so-called ticket. So the government says, we give you the service. It's not for free, but you have to pay a nominal fee to use the service and uh, the, the cost of the ticket is anyway relatively low. We're talking about like 10, 20, 40 euros, uh, depending on, of course, of the kind of services that you are receiving. And so if you go completely through the public system, um, having the child or the process that, that you have to go through, you know, when you're having a child, doctor's appointment, uh, visits, ultrasounds, uh, it comes really at a very low uh, cost if you're using the Italian public hospitals or doctors. Uh, some people, though, even if they are Italian citizens or uh, Italian residents, so they are entitled to receive these services, they decide to go uh, private and to use private doctors because, you know, they have maybe the freedom to have appointments whenever it's, it's best for them rather than the doctor. It's a little bit easier to deal with them. You go to their private offices. And of course, in those situations, you have to pay them. Now, there are a lot of insurances in Italy offered by employers or people can sign up for that make even these doctor's appointments relatively inexpensive compared to uh, other countries where the cost of the healthcare is very high. So, all in all, you know, if you are an Italian citizen or an Italian resident, uh, using the healthcare in system in Italy when when you are preparing to give birth to a child is generally speaking less expensive than uh, what you would have to pay in other countries and of course if you're using a private doctor for the monthly checks or you know the ritual appointments with the doctor ultrasounds uh the the cost for a doctor's appointment for example could be in the uh between you know 100 and 200 euros per appointment and again i'm talking about private doctors here some medical exams though could be like maybe a little bit more expensive for instance, there is a medical exam that is becoming very popular, a test uh, that uh, the couple 
takes and that basically it's it's a genetic test where you check if the uh, baby is healthy before you can even see that through ultrasound and that could have a cost of between say 500 and 800 euros again if you're using a private uh, facility so these costs are lower uh, if compared to what happens in other countries but for example a lot of workers in italy again i'm talking about italian citizens or italian residents they get as a benefit an insurance provided by their um employer where they can basically be covered for doctor's appointments whether it's a public doctor or a private doctor there's maybe a limited number of doctor appointments that can be covered or to the tests that can be covered to the amount sometimes you get uh, reimbursed only of a percentage of what you spend but it's becoming very popular in italy also to be um, receiving these uh, insurances uh, provided by employers of course if you're working in Italy uh, as a benefit. So giving birth to a child in Italy, I'd say in my opinion, it's relatively inexpensive compared to other countries. Of course, the situation is different if you are a foreigner who is going to be in Italy while giving birth to their child. And just to get this out of the way, uh, giving birth to a child in Italy doesn't mean that the child will become an Italian citizen, we have said it many times in our videos, in Italy the use solely system is not used, if not uh, in some very exceptional circumstances, for example, if a baby is born in Italy to unknown or stateless parents, otherwise if a baby is born in Italy to foreign parents, so in a situation where um, none of the parents are Italian citizens at the time of the birth, then the baby basically follows the citizenship of the uh, parents, it doesn't become an Italian citizen just because the baby was born in Italy. And, you know, giving birth to a baby in Italy for a foreign citizen who is maybe on vacation or on an extended vacation in Italy, uh, and, and, you know, we have said it many times in our videos, a foreigner, non-EU citizen, can be in Italy for as long as 90 days without the need for a visa. Well, if that person has a um, private insurance that covers that specific event, then, you know, the event will be covered by the insurance. But otherwise, it could be relatively expensive to give birth to a baby in Italy through a public hospital or through somebody who is a uh, public, uh, I'm sorry, private doctor, uh, because even, you know, the, the public system in Italy works in a way where if you don't have the health national card, so if you're not registered into the system, then you will have to pay their fees in full. And, you know, as any other systems, uh, their fees are quite expensive, especially if you consider that the Italian health system is ranked as one of the top in the world. That's fascinating. Um, what about also uh, maybe going in a little bit of a different direction here, maternity leave in Italy? Is that something that's guaranteed as a right for residents of Italy? Um, and is it paid maternity leave, unpaid? What are the guarantees that are in place? Yes, unlike other countries, maternity leave is a um, is of course is constitutionally guaranteed in Italy, but it's 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 allowed for a longer period of time, so people can stay basically out from work for a number of months, where you receive uh, the amount of almost all all of your salary 
directly from the state where the uh, whereas the employee has to pay only a smaller percentage of it and then there is also the possibility to extend the maternity leave um, to another number of months where you receive a lower percentage of your salary but that gives you the ability to stay home for a total of nine months so a very good period of time so to recap basically under the law you can stay at home um, in the two months prior to the day in which you are planned to give birth to your child and then the three months after uh, you give birth to your child but that that those five months can be extended by another four months and so you would be able to stay home from work for a total of seven months after you give birth to the child and if you consider two months before the birth that's a total of nine months home where you will receive for the uh, initial five months uh, almost your full pay and then uh, for the additional months basically when you extend uh, your uh, maternity leave you will be paid a percentage of your total salary but still this is a much different situation for example uh, than what happens in the US what I've seen unfortunately mothers just staying home for for a few weeks after uh, they gave birth to their children. Yeah, it's it's really interesting how the system works in Italy and how it allows for the mother to be home for so long. I mean, this can be quite important in those for those first initial uh, months. Uh, but this is all very interesting. And of course, the big question, how much would actually delivering cost? Uh, what is there is there a cost associated with that? Like I said before, the public health care in Italy comes and not cost sometimes, or you have to pay a ticket. So like a copay for the service in some other times. And in the particular case of giving birth to a baby, the maximum amount that you have to pay in Italy is about 36 euros, depending on the region, because every region will apply different fees, this also known as tickets, uh, for the services. And in the specific case of the baby delivery, the maximum allowed by the law is 36 euros. Interesting. And then Marco, so I'm curious also about some of the legal aspects. Like for example, a baby needs a birth certificate. They need that proof that they exist. And maybe in the situation that this baby would be born to foreign parents, like say American parents, how would that even look in this type of case? Will they get an Italian birth certificate or will they get some sort of paper that says, hey, this baby exists and we acknowledge that they were born in this country? How does that all work? So for every baby born in Italy, there is, of course, an Italian birth certificate after the birth. Uh, the parents or, or one of the parents should go to the town hall to register the birth of the child with the papers uh, given by the hospital. And of course, normally that's the father and the town hall would register the birth of the uh, baby in the registry of the births and they will automatically create a birth certificate. And when you are given the birth certificate you can also request a multilingual birth certificate so if you need to bring it to a foreign country you can do so more easily without the need to translate it into english for example because the multilingual birth certificate comes in normally five languages uh, including english the birth certificate will of course list the full name of the baby the nationality of the parents and the full name of the parents and um, and of course, the date and the place of birth of the baby. Now, specifically talking about Americans, the U.S. consulate in Italy will need to be informed as they will have to create a, uh, a foreign certificate of birth, basically called 
uh, report of birth abroad uh, since a birth certificate in the U.S. will not exist for a baby born in Italy. The combination of the report of birth abroad. Also, since we're talking about Americans, when the baby is born in Italy, the U.S. consulate should also be informed so that they can form a CRBA, consular report of birth abroad, uh, that is necessary because a U.S. birth certificate won't exist. So the combination of the CRBA and the Italian birth certificate will uh, su suffice to prove the identity of the child who was born in Italy. That's really interesting. And what about the citizenship of that baby? Assuming that they're born to Italian parents, that they would probably have Italian citizenship. But if that baby is born to foreign parents, is there a path to citizenship for that child? So, like I said before, uh, giving birth to a baby in Italy does not mean that the baby will become an Italian citizen. However, there is a facilitated path for that baby to become an Italian citizen. So let's take a step back for a second. That baby will become, at birth, immediately a foreign citizen. If the parents were Americans, that baby will become an American citizen, which is also why uh, the consular uh, report of birth abroad is formed to certify that that child was born as an American citizen. But that child can also become an Italian citizen and has will have a facilitated path because if that child will be able to reside in Italy until the age of 18, then the child will be able to claim Italian citizenship very easily between the age of 18 and 19. And of course, in the in the event that the child is not residing, is not going to reside in Italy for uh, years until the child turns 18. So in the case of the parents relocate back to their own country after the birth of the child or a different country, that child will be able to claim citizenship in Italy through residency after having resided in Italy for only three years. So as, as we all know, Normally, somebody, a foreign citizen, non-EU citizen, needs to live in Italy for 10 years before they're able to claim citizenship through residency. But a person born in Italy uh, who relocates back to Italy at some point in their life, they will be able to apply for citizenship through residency after only three years of residency in Italy. Monaco, thank you again so much for making yourself available for another episode of the Italian Citizenship Podcast. I know many will find this topic very interesting, and hopefully this will help them to be able to make their decisions as to how they want to move forward. And of course, if anybody is interested in getting Italian citizenship, relocating to Italy, or anything else, how can they get in contact with you and your team? People can contact us through our website, italiancitizenshipassistance.com, or give us a call. Our number is on the website. Oh, absolutely fantastic. And of course, if you're interested in more information about moving to Italy, Italian citizenship and other related topics, be sure that you subscribe to this YouTube channel as well as the podcast on your favorite podcast player of choice. But of course, if you're subscribed on YouTube, you're automatically also subscribed to the Italian real estate podcast, where we talk about buying a home in Italy, renting or where to buy or rent in Italy. Or if you're interested in more information about daily life abroad, about being a dual citizen expat living on the other side of the world, be sure to come over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash or you can search on YouTube, Google, or your favorite podcasting platform of choice for not your average globetrotter. Of course, we have been here again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian from italiancitizenshipassistance.com. I'm Rafael Di Furia. Stay safe and healthy out there, and we will see you all next time. Later. Thank you.